0: Well, I'm glad you joined us. Uh, We have a really important lesson, I believe, today. And I want to talk to you about time, but I want to talk about the increments of time that the Scripture uh, records. And uh, these times, we call them chronos and kairos. And for those of you that study the Word of the Lord uh, probably you would be familiar with Kairos, but there's many of us that haven't really thought too much about it, and so Kronos uh, is chronology. It's, it's man's increments of time, whether it be seconds, minutes, hours, days, months, years, obviously it goes on, but Chronos is just the increments of time that man uses to mark how he walks out his life. And we make plans according to, to the chronos, uh, whether it's vacation or how we work when we go to bed. All of these things are linked to uh, what we call chronos, the time that man has. But there's another time element that I want to talk about today and it's called kairos. And I'm going to give you a couple of definitions of what kairos means. It's an ancient Greek word, and uh, one of its, it's the, the right or the opportune supreme moment. It is a passing instant. It comes and goes. It's a passing instance when an opening appears in the spirit realm that must be driven through with great force if the purpose or the success that God has for that moment is to be achieved. Uh, it also is can be described as the appointed time in the purpose of God. It's the time when God asks. Uh, you know, people sometimes think, my wife and i've talked about this that you know we wish god would have shown us or told us when his kairos moment was in all of our lives a lot of us can look back to a moment though at the time we did not realize it but that was your kairos moment that was the moment that god out of heaven drove your purpose through into the realm of the spirit and One of the reasons I believe that God won't let us know when a Kairos moment is going to occur is because then we try to plan it. And we can't help it. If we have an idea of what God's gonna do, we immediately take that supreme moment of God and we try to pull it into Kronos time. And we begin to try to plan it. And the moment that, that you do that, you take the sovereignty of God out of it. So God doesn't let us see those things. And so I want to take our text from uh, 1 Thessalonians chapter 5 and verse 1 and just reading the very first verse. It says, But of the times and the seasons, brethren, you have no need that I write unto you. And so the reason I chose that verse is because there are two words here one is times and in the original in the greek it is dealing with chronos so he's saying of the chronos times and then he says in the seasons but the word seasons here is not the same word for time it's kairos so when paul writes here he said of the chronos times and the kairos seasons he said, brethren, he said, I, I, I have no need to write to you those things, but the, the word of the Lord chronicles these moments. And so I want to talk about um, the Kairos moments of our lives. Uh, first of all, I think that the church right now is in a Kairos moment. We are seeing God do some amazing things. And um, even though God won't tell you what he's up to specifically the bible does talk about even though we don't know when the lord is coming back we can feel the season we can feel there's an approaching kairos moment and so it's very important to stay in a realm that when that moment comes in your life that you recognize it and my mind goes back to the scriptures where Paul is defending himself before Felix in the book of Acts. And he is very profound in his defense. And when he finishes, the Bible says that Felix trembled. I mean, there was there an was a, a, a ongoing presence of the Lord in that room. And the scripture says, Felix trembled, and he looked at Paul, he said, Paul, he said, when I have a more convenient season, he said, then I'll I'll call you back. The word convenient season there means kairos moment. You read this, it's sad because Felix did not realize that at that moment, God had thrust him into a kairos moment. He missed it. He did not recognize it, and there's no place in the scripture that ever talks about that Paul ever came back to Felix. You can miss the moment in your life that literally changes your history. Your, or let me, rephrase, that will change your future, which will become your history. And it's in those times, because kairos moments, when they occur, sometimes they don't seem unusual. It might be a person that you meet, or it might just be a moment where uh, you get in the presence of the Lord, or you just happen to be in a particular service where God begins to move. And sometimes kairos moments that happen in our life we don't realize it till later on and then you look back and you go people say well how did you get here and you go i can tell you exactly how i got here five years ago 19 years ago i was at a certain place or i met a certain person and you look back now and you go that moment changed my life it literally altered the course of where i was going And so it's very important to to be in a place. Mark 13 and 33 says, um, watch and pray, for you know not when the Kairos moment is. Many times you and I feel like because we're at a place spiritually, we're feeling God close or Um, We feel like, you know, that we paid the price and we feel like God is gonna come through at any moment. Uh, Kairos moments don't always occur when you think they should. In fact, most of the time, they occur when you're least expecting it. A beautiful example of a Kairos moment is on the day of Pentecost. The disciples, the 120 in the upper room, They were not seeking the Holy Ghost. Say, well, Pastor, you know, that's, they got the, but they didn't know what the Holy Spirit was. They were just in a room waiting on God. This is why it's so important uh, to be able to to wait upon the Lord uh, and be in a position that when those moments occur, we're ready. Galatians 6, 9 says, Let us not be weary in well-doing or doing the right thing. For in due season we shall reap if we faint not. The word due season here is kairos. You cannot let just every day doing the right thing wear you down to where one day you just think, you know what, this doesn't work. I'm tired of always paying the price, I'm tired of fasting, I'm tired of always praying, I'm tired of always going to church And and it seems like nothing ever happens because the Bible said, if you won't let the enemy make you become weary. Listen, walking by faith can make you weary. It's not for the faint of heart. Walking by faith requires great spiritual strength. And then at that moment, most of the time when Kairos moments occur in your life, it's when they least are expected. And you've heard me talk about this, but I can think back to uh, a moment that literally changed uh, who we are as a church at Regeneration Nashville. You know, for years we had a certain amount of people, and we just became accustomed, this is how it is. And then come one day, and for no unexplainable reason, no advertising, no special speaker, no, it wasn't Easter. In fact, it was at a very inopportune time that the Kairos moment occurred, and it caught us off guard. But where would we have been, where would we be today if we had decided it's two days after Christmas and you know what, nobody's going to hardly come two days after Christmas, let's just cancel service. Would we have what we have now if we had failed to have church even though we thought we'd just have a few people not realizing that this was our Kairos moment that the church would be packed? There are some of you that the enemy's trying to wear you down and to make you think. Sometimes he will wear you down simply by watching, letting you watch the success of other people. And many times you'll look at them and think, they haven't paid the price like I have. Why would they get it and not me? But God knows what he's doing. And so um, Jesus spoke to the Pharisees. He said this. He said, You can look at the sky and you know what's getting ready to happen by the colors of the sky and the clouds. He said, but you cannot discern the times. And the word time there means kairos. He said, you understand things in the natural, but he said, you don't have the ability to be able to foresee those moments that that God begins to do something phenomenal uh first peter 5 6 says humble yourselves therefore under the mighty hand of god and i think about this it just it just means that you bow down before the lord in your heart and you just wait for god they that wait upon the lord shall renew their strength says humble yourself under the mighty hand of god that he may exalt you in due season The word due season again means kairos see there are seasons of promotion all of us are, have had them or having them or will because god never lets a believer go through life without having kairos moments in the Lord, in, in Ephesians 1.10, it talks about in the fullness of time. You know, uh, and word time there is kairos. In other words, there are those seasons where, let us see if I have this here. Um, kairos moments are where everything in the spirit realm See, in the natural realm, for chronos moments that we have success, it's because we, we have had everything just kind of come together. It lines up, but we've planned it. But with kairos moments, it has nothing to do with time. See, we think that, well, success comes because you do this, this, and this, and it takes this long. You know, you look at a garden, you say, okay, I'm going to plant this garden in February, but it won't bear fruit until first part of june we expect the season of fruit but we have linked it to time you can't do that with god god moves in spe- mysterious ways I, I might be in hosea he says he, he says a men shall overtake the reaper what does that mean that the normal time for something between planting and harvesting god says in a kairos moment i'll just shorten the time one moment it's a seed the next day it's a harvest. That's in the Kairos times, God steps out of the limitations of men, he steps out of the limitations of physics, he steps out of the limitations of time, of the cycles of nature, because when everything converges in the spirit realm, in the heavenlies for the will of God to be done, it doesn't matter if it's dark on the earth. It doesn't matter if evil's ruling. None of that has any bearing on when there's a convergence of the will of God in the heavens, and that everything in one moment aligns in the spirit realm. And when it aligns, it's like God causes. He says, "When the heavens open." When Jesus was baptized, it was a kairos moment. The Bible said the heavens opened and the Holy Ghost came like a dove set upon Jesus and he became anointed. Um, Moses, the scripture says, he was born in a kairos moment. What God births, the devil can't kill. And of course, think about this. Moses was born in a kairos moment to be a deliverer of God's people when there was a death sentence ruling in Egypt over babies. He should have never lived. And here he is floating in the Nile River in a little basket, and the man that has issued the death sentence, his own daughter, finds Moses. Moses should have died. She knew he was a Hebrew. The Bible says she said he was a Hebrew child. Why didn't Pharaoh's daughter kill Moses? Even though her daddy had put out a, a an order of execution because Moses was a Kairos baby. There are some things in all of you that the enemy cannot kill. Cannot kill because there has to be a Kairos birthing of what God wants to do. Think about the man at the... At the uh, Pool of Bethesda, Scripture says 38 years, never walked, lived in in filth probably to some degree, had to depend on the charity of others for food and mobility, and on top of that, he had lost hope, because how many times had the angel stirred the waters and just when he was getting close dragging himself to the edge of that pool somebody else would get in there first and then the healing was gone out of the waters and he put himself in the water and nothing happened it must have been heartbreaking that finally after all of those years um, jesus comes by and looks at him and says you want to walk he says "Ah, uh, i don't have anybody put me in the water i gave up The Lord looked at him and he said, this is your Kairos moment. And he said, get up and walk. God stepped out of the norm. Nobody had ever been healed at the pool of Bethesda without getting in the water. But a Kairos moment, God changed the equation. And that man was instantly healed by the power of God. I'll give you a couple of more here. The um, Bible said that John the Baptist was born in a kairos moment. Why? Because God the Father needed a forerunner for Jesus Christ. And even though everything in the natural said it is impossible, Elizabeth should not be able to have a baby. She is past the age of childbearing. Even his daddy had unbelief and the angel had to mute him so he wouldn't keep speaking death over what the angel was prophesying. But when it came time for the forerunner, because God knew back then a man could not be active in ministry until he was 30 years old. John was just a few months older than Jesus. So God knew that by the time Jesus is the age of 30, there had to have been somebody born a few months before him that would be able to be the forerunner or the preparer. So it didn't matter that Elizabeth couldn't have children. The Kairos said John has to be born. He defied the laws of nature. Can I tell you that we've been in... In, in the United States and as a church, we've been looking to chronos moments. Well, the midterm elections. Well, maybe President Trump will run in 2024, or, or maybe it'll happen in this. God doesn't move in those sequences. Now, He might use some of those things, but you and I are the church. We don't live by chronology. We live by the openings of the spirit realm of God my mind goes to the road to Damascus and of course we know Saul of Tarsus was such an evil man scripture says the church could not have rest because of all of the thousands of people that he had drugged from their homes young old didn't matter Saul of Tarsus had him murdered had him killed and he's on the road to Damascus And the Bible says a light begins to shine and the Lord spoke and said, for a season you won't see. The word season means kairos moment. The road to Damascus was Paul's kairos moment because in the future there are many times when he would give his defense. He would always tell this story. It's where he saw Jesus. Isn't it funny? When he had natural sight, he couldn't see Jesus. But when he lost his natural sight, then he said, Jesus, my Lord. And of course, later God gave him back his sight. But the road to Damascus was the Kairos moment for Paul. You have to stay strong. You have to believe. Mine came after 49 years of preaching so i feel like i'm qualified to tell you it doesn't matter how long you've been doing it how tough it is there is a kairos moment for you because god is no respecter of persons i love you so much god bless you today i pray this word to get inside your spirit and give you great strength i'll see you next week